Is Elon Musk going to buy Twitter and let Trump back on? Or is he just trolling and he's just going to take a bunch of money from woke investors? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The Elon Musk buying Twitter thing is heating up, so let's talk about it. So to recap, I'm not sure, maybe two or three weeks ago, Elon Musk started buying up small amounts of Twitter every day. Maybe like half a percent of the company each day. So, you know, at that rate, it would take you 200 days to buy the whole thing. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's something that's like half a percent or a quarter percent a day. And so it would take months. It would take months and months to get to 50% and to 100% at that rate. And the reason why he was doing it like that is because there's something called volume. Like, you know, if you go look up stocks on the internet, they'll give you a bunch of different numbers uh, related to the company. I mean, the price going up and down, that is usually the only one that people care about. But there's other numbers. And one of those is daily volume. And I think, I think the normal daily volume before Elon got involved was 20 million shares of Twitter were sold and bought each day. And so basically, I think always, always, the number of buyers has to equal the number of sellers, right? You can't, you can't buy something that no one will sell you, and you can't sell something that no one will buy from you. And what that means for Elon when he's buying stuff is he can only buy a little bit of the company at a time. Like he was, do, he was doing this without telling anyone. So he was doing this on the down low. And if you're doing it on the down low, you can't just go buy every freaking Twitter stock ever because it makes the price, it drives the price through the roof. And in fact, there's not all, there's not that many of them for sale, right? If only a little bit of Twitter is for sale each day, you can't buy more than a, li- a, a fraction of that. Or else it drives the price through the roof. People go, oh wait, people are, bu-, you know, all, there's there's nothing but buyers and there's no sellers, and that makes the price go up. And so I think what Elon Musk wants to do is he wants to get to 50% or even 100%. Either way, he wants at least 50% of the Twitter stock, and obviously he wants to buy it at the lowest price possible. And so the first thing he did was just buy a little bit at a time and not tell anyone he was doing it. But so there are rules when you buy lots of stock. The SEC, the Security and Exchange Commission, the, the government department that covers stock stuff has rules. And so one of those rules is if you are buying stock and you get over 5% ownership in a company, you have to make a public disclosure that you own more than 5%. And you have 10 days to do it. So, you know, once you get over 5%, you got 10 days to tell everyone, hey, I bought a bunch. And I think Elon actually broke their rules. I think he told everyone that he, he passed 5% um, like 15 days after he had. But he doesn't care because the SEC, what, you know, what happens to you if you don't tell everyone within 10 days? Well, the SEC will give you a, a, million, you know, a, a multi-million dollar fine, which you know, Elon is currently dealing with billions and billions. You know, the whole thing is probably going to be somewhere in the 40 to $100 billion range. So a $10 million fine or whatever. Who cares? You know, he basically he saves money. He saves money by by not following their rules and just paying the fine later. But so he eventually did tell people, "Hey, I've been buying it." And then he's and then the amount. This is interesting because I didn't realize why, but the amount he had was a little over nine percent. You know, when he finally said, "Oh, I've been buying it," he's like, "I got a little over nine percent." And then the Twitter board does not want Elon. You know, the people in control of Twitter do not want Elon Musk coming in. He's talking about free speech. They want to. You know, they're woke. You know, I mean, free speech might mean letting Trump back on, for instance. Anyways, they're woke. They don't want any free speech person coming in. 
And so they sent him an offer saying, hey, if you keep your percentage below 15, um, we'll let you on the board of directors. How does that sound, Elon? And so the funny thing about this, right, like they're talking about it, they're sending him the offer, and then he does reply and say yes. But all the while, I mean, we don't know this for sure, but probably all the while that people are like talking and negotiating, he's still buying a little bit of stock every day, you know, maybe a half a percent every day. So that would put him at probably, he's probably just over 15% now. So anyways, he said yes, he would join the board. And then the next day he said, nah, I ain't joining the board. And that was probably, that was probably the day that he passed 15% ownership of Twitter. And then the SEC has another rule, which is if you go past 10% ownership in a country, then you have until the end of the month plus 10 days, and then you have to say how much stock you bought. And I don't think the timing is exactly perfect, but kind of the way he timed it is he gets, I don't know, he gets like a month of buying Twitter stock, if he is. I mean, he could, there's a chance he's not buying the stock, but if he is buying the stock, he gets about a month where he can just buy it and he doesn't have to tell it to anyone. And I think, you know, it would be a pretty good, pretty good likelihood that that's what he's doing. And so the latest news is that Elon Musk has made an offer to buy the entire company, 100%. And he's offered to pay $54 a share, and he's just like, I'll buy the whole thing. And I guess, you know, the board of directors and the people who own stock all kind of have to agree to that. I guess then he would take it private. It would no longer be a publicly owned company. It would just be a company that he owns personally and can do whatever the hell he wants with it. And so this $54 a share number, let's go over what that means. So... I think about a year ago, Twitter was like $70 a share. And Twitter's real nice because when the shares are $70, the company is worth $70 billion. When the, you know, when the shares are $30, the company is worth $30 billion. So that's, that's just a nice little, whatever, coincidence, I guess. But so a year ago, the company was worth $70 a share. And so people thought, whatever, people thought that's how valuable it was. Now, when he started doing this stuff, he started when it was $30 a share. And when he announced, when Elon announced that he was, that he'd been buying a bunch of Twitter up, that made the prices go up to $40 a share. And so there's a stock market guy on YouTube that I've been watching explain this stuff to me. Um, maybe I'll put a link in the description if I remember. But so Elon Musk said, I will pay $54 a share. So, you know, it's currently $40, so $54, that's a lot more than, that's like, you know, hey, you want an extra ton of money, I'll pay you 54. And you know, that depends. If you bought it a year ago at 70, 54 may not sound so good to you. But if you bought it a couple months ago at 30, 54, that's like double your money. I mean, whatever. It's a lot of numbers. Here's the point. Here's what the guy that I was listening to said, and I, I think he might be right, is that Elon, he wants to buy 51% of Twitter, and he does not want to pay through the nose for it, right? He wants to keep the number as low as he can. I mean, the number is, every time he buys Twitter stock, the number goes up. But he wants to keep that number as low as possible. Just, you know, you always do. Buy low, sell high. And so when he put out this offer of $54 a share, which is more than, way more than it's currently going for. I mean, it's probably going to go for $54 tomorrow. But anyways, when he put out that, that, that statement saying he'd buy it at 54 it basically just puts 54 into the minds of investors all across America. And the hope is that basically 
Elon can keep buying up to his 51%. He can keep buying and he won't, and he's hoping he doesn't have to pay more than $54 a share. Like he, he's hoping that he kind of put a cap on it. It's a mental, a mental idea in investors' minds that, oh, well, 54, that's about much. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, when, when I hear 54, maybe I'll sell. Or, you know, maybe I'll buy at 54. But anyways, 54 will be the number that people are looking at instead of people going, hey, Elon Musk wants to get involved. Why don't we look at the number 100 or the number 200? And so I was mentioning the daily volume. Like when he announced that he bought a certain amount before and and now when there's, the board's like, hey, join the board. And he's like, no, screw you. And then, hey, I'm going to buy it all. All this, all this stuff is making the daily volume shoot through the roof. And so when previously he could only buy like maybe a half percent of the company, you know, on the down low per day. Now that there's many, many more shares just flying back and forth all over the place, um, you know, maybe he can start buying like 1% a day or heaven forbid, 2%. I mean, if he can buy 2% of Twitter a day, then he's only 20 days away from owning half the company. Okay, so that's good. I guess, okay, here's the thing I didn't explain. Now, you know, you hear Elon's buying it. He mentions this 54 number. Why, you know, why don't you just go, you know, why don't you hold out for 100? Why don't you hold out for 200? Elon Musk is coming. He's going to have to pay you. It's two, you know, at $200. So why don't you just hold out for 200? The answer is you don't really, no one really knows how much he wants Twitter. And it could be, you know, he just, he buys the Twitter stock. The price goes through the freaking roof. You know, if it, if it goes to 200, let's say it goes to 200, Elon Musk could sell his, could just sell his Twitter stock and be like, never mind. You know what? Instead of owning Twitter, I'll just make myself, you know, a profit of 10, 20 billion dollars. I mean, you know, that's the stock market. You are never guaranteed that a stock is going to go up or down, right? Otherwise, otherwise we'd all be rich. We'd all be millionaires if you could guarantee this stuff. And so there's definitely no guarantee. And basically, it's kind of like Elon can't lose. I mean, you know, if, he, if one of the things he wants is to own Twitter and the other thing he wants is to make money, he's going to get one or the other. And so, now, that doesn't sound fair, does it? I mean, first off, life is not fair. But, like, what Elon is doing, it kind of makes me think of, uh, you know, think of a board game like Monopoly. You know, and, and, you know, at a later point in the game, there'll be someone who has a ton of money compared to the other people. And so they just start putting hotels on all their properties, and then they crush their enemies. And, you know, like, it wasn't like that person was a brilliant strategist. It's just... If you have a ton of money, you can do stuff that other people can't do. It makes it easy. You know, it makes your decisions easy. Like strategy is very difficult. If you know, if you're playing this monopoly game against someone who has a ton of money and you got very little, then the person with very little money is going to have to come up with some phenomenal strategy to win. And it's going to require a lot of thinking, putting on your thinking cap. But for the person who has a ton of money, it's easy. It's like they don't have to think at all. They're just like, "Oh, but hotel here, here, and here, I win. And so that's kind of what Elon Musk's situation is. Um, I mean, he is a genius. He made his money by being a genius. But now it's easy. It's easy to look like a genius when you've got $100 billion, you know, that you can just throw around or however much he's willing to throw around. All right, now, so woke media types are afraid. They're very afraid that Elon Musk is going to back up his talk about loving free speech with buying Twitter and making Twitter much more free. I mean, not totally free, but very free with speech. And, you know, the first thing that they're terrified of is that, 
you know, if you're doing free speech, you know what you might do is you might um, you might let Donald Trump back on Twitter. And so it's kind of I mean, first off, I love free speech, and I say just put him back on there. But there are some reservations I have about that, because like basically, I voted for Biden. I wanted Trump out of office, and it was kind of because. The media basically put a gun to my head. You know, it's like you put a gun to my head, you can get me to do whatever the hell you want. I mean, it doesn't make it right, but you can get me to do whatever you want. And so, you know, in 2016, Trump was elected. And then like the New York Times, you know, my favorite newspaper, they turned into just a bunch of liars. They went from they went from like the greatest reporting ever to just a bunch of liars. And, you know, the same thing for every other media outlet. And, you know, for all the mainstream now, the mainstream misinformation media, Every one of them went from being people that told the truth into liars because Donald Trump was elected. And I wanted everyone, I wanted everyone on the left, I wanted all the media, I wanted everyone to calm the hell down and possibly stop lying. And the only way to achieve that was to get Donald Trump out of office. So, you know, it's not fair. If someone says, I'm going to be a liar until you do what I want, I mean, that's not fair. That's not a good reason to do it, but... I mean, whatever, that was, that was the options. So I voted for Biden. And now we got the oldest looking dude you've ever seen in charge of America. And so I believe in free speech. I think Donald Trump should be put right back on Twitter. And then I don't know, I guess I'll have to, whatever. I may, they may hold a gun to my head again and make me change my opinion when it, go, when it turns out. Because, you know, everyone is lying less. Everyone's lying less and less the farther we get away from... Well, January 6th and Black Lives Matter. Like, those two things caused a lot of lying. And the farther we get from them, the less lies there are. And if you let Donald Trump back on Twitter, then the lying is going to be ramped back up. And so, I don't know. I think the answer is you, even though I didn't do it before, well, I mean, I didn't want to vote for Trump. I guess I didn't have an option. I didn't have an option when I voted for Biden because I didn't want Trump. I, you know, You know, vote for a third party, throw your vote away, as they say in The Simpsons. So I guess that's that. It'll just be interesting to see what happens with Twitter, maybe social media in general. Like they did all this, you know, social media has done all this blocking and banning of people based on misinformation and quotes and disinformation in quotes. And and then, you know, a few years later, it's turning out that a whole bunch of that stuff was true. Twitter handle at AntiWokePodcast. Please do something to get me more listeners. Uh, and thanks for listening.